come with me if you want to live. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Fury Road. We are your hosts, Mark and Brooke. And this is only our second ever episode. Our first episode was released a couple weeks ago, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. And this week, we are talking about The Rock from 1997, I believe. I forgot to write down the date or the year. 96 i think Mm, yep you're right 96 but uh yeah this came second place in our poll so we figured why not show it some love um and uh yeah i don't know you just watched this for the first time last year i did yeah yeah this was I used to love this movie growing up, like as a teenager and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I was only like seven when it first came out, but oh, okay. But I watched it a lot growing up. Nice. Um, but it's been like a solid like fuck, I mean, fifteen years since I've watched it. Oh damn! <clears throat> but so I was I was happy to watch it. Um, but yeah, before we hop into it, we'll start our. Box office news and booze. And what are you drinking tonight? Tonight, um, I am drinking a Guinness. Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely, well, actually, I was going to say not for Sean Connery, but he's not <laughs> Irish. He's Scottish. So, yeah. Crack that. Uh, what are you drinking? Uh, I am just drinking a Summer's Bee apple cider tonight. I just, I don't know. I don't drink very often during the week. So, I always forget mm-hmm. to stop and pick shit up. Yeah. So, I just yeah, drink I just whatever picked I have. Up, uh, also, um, that uh, seltzer that you like, uh, Cottage something. On Springs? Yeah. I guess they have uh, tequila sodas. Okay. That'd be so good. I just, uh, yeah, I picked some up for uh, for this weekend. So For your road trip? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get lit on the way up? Yeah. All right, cool. Did you watch anything this week? Or the last... Well, yeah, we'll just do this week. Uh few things nothing too crazy actually yes we do one thing i'm on the wrong screen don't want to spoil another <laughs> segment um didn't watch too much uh watched uh cobweb um yeah. horror movie from this year uh i really liked the first two acts and then the third act kind of lost me a bit i felt like it was trying way too hard to be another movie that i like um try not to give too much away uh the the lead performances uh i thought were amazing um anthony star and uh lizzie kaplan lizzie kaplan um and also thought that the uh 
the little boy was pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Um, so yeah, it was good. Uh, randomly threw on the Brothers Grimm, which <laughs> is uh, a movie I used to watch a lot um, as a teenager. And uh, does it hold up? Not not all of it. Uh, there is some really fucking creepy and scary parts in this movie, <laughs> but uh, I, I love this movie. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a guilty pleasure, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then I picked up the Fablemans, um, watched it. Uh, was kind of disappointed. I think just because all the hype it got, like some people thought it should have won Best Picture. Mm. I think it did get nominated, but and it was a good movie but i just i don't know i kind of wanted more from it didn't really yeah i feel like it would be a slow one it, it's three hours long uh, not not three hours it's like two and a half hours two hours 40 minutes but yeah. it's pretty slow um a lot of the stories it's like a loose autobiography of steven spielberg so there's a lot of all the stories in this is true as what happened to him. So I guess mm. like the set was pretty emotional. Um, I had no idea Seth Rogen was in it. That was a surprise <laughs> for me. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was okay. Yeah. Um, where did you watch the Brothers Grimm? Oh, I have it. I've had it on Blu-ray like uh, forever. Okay. Like I burned out that Blu-ray so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we finally got back into the show Dope Sick on nice. uh disney finally finished it and man the fucking the, that family is fucked up man the sacklers <laughs> uh man what a crazy watched it it's good it's about the opio crisis and uh, okay. oxycontin um and they also just released i guess a netflix uh series uh called painkillers Pain yeah so but it has michael keaton in it dope sick he is fantastic in it. Rosario Dawson's in it. Um, yeah, really good. Highly recommend it. It's only like eight episodes. Uh, so okay, yeah, cool. What about you? Uh, I'm not even gonna bother pulling mine up. All, All right. I've watched is Pray for the Devil, which okay. came out last year. Uh, I've just been putting it on the back burner just because I'm not a big fan of like possession movies, but at the mm-hmm. same time. I still always want to watch them just holding out hope that maybe I'll find like a really good one. Yeah. But I don't know. They're all the same. It's always the same fucking story. Yeah. Uh, I gave it a two star out of five. So not great. Yeah. Um, I think I'm like four episodes into twisted metal. Nice. I still uh, haven't started it yet. It's a fun one. I enjoy it, but Yeah. Me and some buddies from work, we bought Diablo 4, so that's been oh, consuming yeah. a lot of my time. It's a lot of fun. I recommend nice. checking it out. Um, but yeah, I want to watch The Brothers Grimm like, soon because I've only watched it once and it was mm-hmm. back when it first came out. So Yeah. And you said it was it actually had some creepy parts to it. So Yeah, yeah. Definitely want to check it out. Um as for box office news, um, our first episode, I kind of did like a weekly breakdown, but it's tough because we record on Thursdays and it only updates mm-hmm. on like Fridays, I think. So it's always going to be a week behind and I don't really like that. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to do weekend box office for domestic nice. um, for 
the last weekend that just passed us. So August 18th to 20th. Um, Blue Beetle had its uh, debut in the box office and it actually topped Barbie last weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it opened with a $25 million box office, domestic box office. Nice. Um, Barbie had $21 million in second place. Oppenheimer still kicking it. It had $10.7 million in third place. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem had $8.5 million. And this really surprised me. Strays rounded out the top five. Really? With $8.2 million in its uh, debut weekend. Huh. I still don't even know. Like I, I've been watching trailers. I've just seen like these little stupid things that popped up. Yeah, I think it's like is it Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if it's any good. I haven't really heard anything about it. I've watched the trailer a couple times, but it doesn't really like look like something I want to watch. Definitely not I'll, in theaters. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's going to be on a streaming service anytime. Yeah, yeah. Um, and kicked out of the top five this past weekend was Meg two mm. and it dropped to sixth. Yeah. Still made 6.7 million though. So not bad. It's pretty good. Yeah. Barbie is now at, uh, what was it at? I can't be right. Well, it's still domestic worldwide. Yeah, so Barbie's still in second place this year, but it's up to $1.288 billion. Damn. Which is nuts. Still has a little ways to go to beat Mario, but Mm -hmm. it's closing the gap. Yeah. Still need to see it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. What do you offer 4K? Uh, 4K things actually that i'm very excited for uh so nightmare for christmas uh mm-hmm. disney steelbook um i've been mentioning these and showing them the past probably month or so uh i really like this one a lot um the blackening which is a movie that came out this year which i've been wanting to watch for months <laughs> it hasn't been on vod and i think it finally is and these steelbooks yeah. are fucking sick yeah, they're sweet. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to watch this movie. Um, we got The Legend of Zorro on 4K, which nice. I fucking used to watch that movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hackers, which I don't think I've seen that movie, actually. I don't know if I have either. That's Angelina Jolie, isn't it? Uh, I think, I think yeah. she's in that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there Angelina she is there. Jolie. Um, and then Weird Science, which is another one that I think I watched as a kid. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, because they make, yeah. I don't remember anything of it really, but I just remember the premise of it. So I think yeah. I have seen this. It's been a long ass time. That's released by Arrow too, eh? Yeah, yeah. Nice. But, uh, but yeah. Short list, but a good list. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try and find the blackening somewhere, but I could have up here in Canada because they're fucking... Physical release sucks. Yep. 
I'm just still too excited for Prey to worry about yeah. anything else. <laughs> well, actually, just uh, I saw that Films at Home also um, mentioned that uh, they were releasing all of the uh, Disney shows. Yeah, I did see that. Physical, which is pretty cool. Yeah, this is this is good. I mean, they pull all their shit out of Australia, and then all of a sudden they start releasing everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of super shitty, but I don't know. Good for us, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, ready to cue? Oh no, wait. We've already cued the scene music. Ready to dive into this movie? Yes, sir. All right. Okay, like we said earlier, we are talking about The Rock from 1996. Starting off with the synopsis. A mild-mannered chemist and an ex-con must lead the counter-strike when a rogue group of military men led by a renegade general threaten a nerve gas attack from Alcatraz against San Francisco. This movie was directed by Michael Bay. Mm -hmm. Um, We agreed that Michael Bay does not need to have his movies rhymed out. Nope. So we're going to do top five of our favorite movies from him. Mm-hmm. I did directing and producing credits. I don't know if you did that or not. Um, To be honest, I totally fucking forgot. Ah. Uh, so I did just quickly go through it and write down a few. So okay. I'll go, I'll do a top five, but it's going to be all top of my head. So okay, may change, but yeah. Shall we go do, first? Me to go, do you want me to go first and give no, you some time to? No, that's all, okay. That's all good. All right. Um, so my number five, uh, I'll go with, um, I'll go with Bad Boys Two. Okay. Uh, I still haven't seen Bad Boys Three. Um, I don't think you produced that one though, or directed mm, it. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, ba- the first Bad Boys is fun, but I, I, for me personally, I, I like bad boys two more um yeah so okay number five oh do you want me to do mine okay um my number five is transformers okay. the first yeah. one yeah i remember seeing that in theaters and it just absolutely blowing my mind um mm-hmm. seeing that on the big screen and seeing how well the cgi was done back then because like you would do they would have close-ups of the transformers like transforming and i was like every yeah. little piece of them is moving mm-hmm. and it just blew my mind yeah funny but, story uh, about that so i watched this with our good friend larry mm-hmm. and we we're up i remember we're at the we're at the top corner of the theater and the final fight scene like it's chaos happened loud ass fucking whatever I turned to my left and there's an old lady just passed the fuck out. <laughs> He's just sleeping. I was like laughing my head off. I was like, how can you sleep during this? Like, are you kidding me? That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, my number four, I'm going to go with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Um, I think that's the one. That's yeah. a good one, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the remake. Yeah. 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 Um, it's been a while since I've seen that, but again, I, I have it on DVD and that's another movie that I burned the hell out of, um, mm-hmm. as a teenager, it's been a while since I've seen it. I really do need to revisit it, but, uh, I mean, what more can be said about it? You know, people 
like this one more than the original one, the OG one. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I have a funny story about that one. Okay. So when it came out, I don't remember the exact uh let me just look it up quick. Texas. So it came out in 2003. So I was 14 when it came out. And we had so we wanted to go to the theaters to watch it. They refused to sell us tickets. So it was just a fucking, I don't know, miracle, I guess. We were about mm-hmm. to leave the theater. And a friend of ours was dating a guy who was 17. And they let him buy tickets for it. So he bought us tickets and brought us into the theater. Like That's as awesome. if he was like a big brother or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So we ended up getting getting into it and watching it in theaters. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, my number four is this movie, The Rock. Okay. So little spoiler alert for later on, but yeah, I couldn't keep this off my list um, just because of how much I loved it growing up. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, my number three, I'm going to go with Ambulance. Okay. I haven't uh, watched that yet. Last year's, it's on Crave, I think. Um yeah, it came out last year. Uh, it's not talked about enough. Um, I really enjoyed it. You know, Jake Gyllenhaal does his thing. And uh, I forget the other guy's name. He has a weird-ass name. But he was in uh, the Candyman remake. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, classic, you know, Michael Bay, just two and a half mm-hmm. hours of just a car chase, basically. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's a fun movie. Uh, yeah, so Ambulance. Nice. All right. Uh, my number three is A Quiet Place. Nice. Which he produced. He didn't direct. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know he produced this. He actually has a lot of horror movies under his belt for yeah. production credits. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a fantastic movie. I thought it was great. Um, what John Krasinski was able to do with like little to no dialogue throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the monsters were scary. The story was great. Uh so, yeah, I just think it's a really well-made movie all around. Nice. Uh, my number two is A Quiet Place. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, this movie is so, so good. The story, the the scares, um, even the sequel, I think, is is pretty decent. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm excited for uh, the, the third one to come out uh, yeah. day one um so yeah nice my number two is texas chainsaw massacre remake nice already talked about it um if you have listened to our horror podcast you may already know but i am a huge texas chainsaw massacre fan i wouldn't say that this remake for me is better than the original but it's like Mm -hmm. very close it's like one a one b situation yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. cool all right time for number one do you, do you have a guess of what it is i'm wondering if it's the same as mine it's not okay you've already said yours uh mine is transformers uh okay um yeah transformers uh i've just 
rewatched the the first one a few weeks ago. Um, I used to watch this movie a lot as well growing up. Um, I think for me, it's just like he made this into the franchise. It is like they've made so much money off these movies, and like yeah, like they're not great, but I think the first one does hold up and is good. And then like I've already talked about, I think Bumblebee is pretty decent as well. And then no, we talked about uh, Rise of the Beasts, um, mm-hmm. how much we love that. So I just think like what he's accomplished with this tri- this movie s- series. Um, because it's like kind of video game ish. Like mm. I don't know, I feel like uh um what's the fucking other toy franchise? G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh I feel like that franchise kind of like fell off a bit, mm-hmm. like they kind of like stopped making those movies. Um so yeah. Yeah, because they were shit. Yeah, those movies were awful. Yeah, even The Rock <laughs> couldn't say it, couldn't save it. Uh, but yeah, so Transformers number one. All right. Okay. Do you want to take a guess at what my number one is? Yeah, I think I know what it is, and I have a hot take as well for that. So, uh oh, Armageddon. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna get shit on. I don't care. I fucking love this movie. I've always loved this movie. Um. I know it's it's cheesy and it's so fucking far-fetched, but there's just something about it that I like I absolutely adore. Um mm. the soundtrack was so good, the cast was wicked. There's like good comedy mixed in with some action, and then there's like some really heartfelt moments. And mm. that ending, dude, is just like rips your soul out. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't care. I love this movie. I think a lot of people do because I'm not a fan of it. Uh, I think it's drastically overrated, even though it doesn't have high scores. I just, I don't know, it's one of those, I don't know if I call it like a cult classic Mm. because it's like like a A A-list movie, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know, it's kind of a weird one. Yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're entitled to your opinion. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, he has like I was looking through his credits, man, and I was like, holy shit, dude. Like mm-hmm. his directing credits are huge. And then you look at his producing credits and it's like, wow, this yeah. guy's got his fucking hand in everything. Yeah. <laughs> and he has uh 37 upcoming credits. Yeah. Which is wild. Oh, I guess. Hmm. I guess day one is a totally separate thing from Quiet Place Part Three. Hmm. Oh, is it? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, he's remaking the raid. Are you kidding? That'd be sick. Uh, leave it alone. That's okay. Yeah, but Jesus, he has a fucking lot of Duke Nukem. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh man. And uh untitled Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Paramount Project. Uh fuck that man. His his Ninja Turtles movies suck. Yeah. I didn't like them. Does it say who's gonna play Duke Nukem? It's only in development. Uh let me see. Yeah, no, nothing at all on it. All right, let's let's take a minute. Let's cast Duke Nukem. 
Chris Hemsworth. Okay. Have his little resurgence back into acting. Yeah. Mm. I don't hate it. I'm trying to think because like, I don't know. Because I think he can bring like the comedy to it. He has the muscles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, I'm thinking like they would have to dye his hair Mm -hmm. because Duke was blonde. Yeah. But I'm thinking like John Barenthal. Yeah, I could see that. Mm. Who else? I don't want to say like Tom Hardy. Like Tom Hardy could have did it like 10 years ago and I'd be happy mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. But that's just like a, that's a cop out now. Yeah. Mm. What about, um, what's his name? The kid from Vikings. And he was on uh, Grown Ups 2. Is he jacked now? Huh? Is he jacked now? Yeah, yeah. Think Alexander Ludwig, is that it? Yeah, he was on the Hunger Games. Oh, uh, okay. He's on that show Heels. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. If he could like bring the comedy aspect to it, yeah, exactly. He might work. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. Anyway, all right. <laughs> This has we been did. a long ass opening. I apologize. We digress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go through the cast list really quick and then we'll start talking about this movie. Okay. Uh, starting off, Sean Connery plays John Mason. <clears throat> Nicholas Cage plays Stanley Goodspeed. Ed Harris plays General Hummel. And John Spencer plays uh, Womack. Yeah. I, I have an honorable mention list that's about a fucking mile long. Uh, this movie has like so many people in it. Um, Dave, David Morris, William Forsyth, Michael Bain, uh, John C. McGinley, Tony Todd, Bokeem Woodbine, and Claire Forlani. Yeah. Um, I Michael Bain looks so familiar. So when I looked it up, I obviously recognized him instantly. But he played um, he was in Terminator. He played. Uh, oh, okay. Fuck, what was his name in Terminator? I don't remember. The first guy that came. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forget. Anyways, doesn't matter. I said it was yeah. going to be quick. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then also for me, like all those people, but uh, Claire Forlani. I um, said her dog. Did you? Yeah, she was oh, my sorry. last one. <laughs> uh, okay. But yeah. She was in it so like short. I don't yeah. know. If she, she might not have been a big name actress back then, but. Yeah, she was only in it for like five minutes. Yeah, she wasn't in that long. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's take a trip to Alcatraz and talk about this movie. Let's do it. Um. Yeah, this movie makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we got that out of the way real quick. Uh. You know, like the first time I watched it last year, it was like, didn't really pay attention to the stories. Like, okay. And then, like, three quarters of the movie, there's like, I don't know, like an hour left. I was like thinking, I was like, this is all like, doesn't make sense. It, they're all kind of hypocrites. Yeah. Like the, the bad guys. Well, it's like he says it right at the end. He said, he said, we bluffed and they called it. Yeah. 
because he wanted the hundred million dollars. Yes. To distribute out to the eighty-three families that were affected by whatever yeah. war that it was that he was in. Yeah. And he just assumed that the government was going to give it to them. Yeah. But spoiler alert, they didn't. Yeah. I mean, like uh Hamill or Hummel. Hummel, yeah. You know, he at the okay, whatever sick him way ahead on this one. <laughs> you know, Hummel, he says it's a bluff. No, we're not doing it. And he has like how many US Marines there on Alcatraz will with him? Like mm-hmm. and a bunch die, but there has to be at least 20. And then most of them are like, oh fuck this. Like we're gonna kill people. Yeah. It's like you guys served in the military to protect the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And now you want to kill Americans because Americans died in the war. Well, it's not just that. <clears throat> and like, in a way, I don't want to say I'm siding with them, but in a way, I get what they mean. Because even us, like our Canadian military, like our soldiers come back and they don't get mm. fuck all, man. Like, yeah. they like they come back with PTSD, obviously, mm. um, shit ton of mental health problems. They watch their brothers in arms fucking get blown up and die and shot all yeah. over the place. And they come back and they're just supposed to be fucking thrown back into society and like with little to no help. Mm-hmm. And that's what Hummel's point is, right? Like, they got no support whenever they came back. The families of these soldiers that died got no support. Yeah. I and get like, that, but just fucking quit. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Whatever the word is, go to jail for three years. Like, Dishonorably discharged. Yeah, like, like... You go on AWOL. Um, but, like, I don't know if you've watched the movie Brothers with... Uh, uh, fucking Spider-Man. What the hell's his name? There's like six uh, the, the first one. The first one. Um, Tobey Maguire. Have you watched that movie? No, I never heard of it. Dude, oh, there's a scene in that movie and it's like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. It's like Tobey Maguire deserved an Oscar for that one scene alone. Mm-hmm. I'll send it to you after. But it's like, okay. it really shows like the effects that the fucking war had on these people. Yeah. So I'm not saying what he did was right or what any of them did was right. Yeah. But at the same time, you can kind of understand that, like, I don't know. They bluffed. He had zero intention of killing all these people. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the fucking crazy bastards that were there, yeah. <laughs> they obviously yeah. had those intentions. Yeah. but I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like there was a better way to go about it than, like, yeah actually break into like a military base and steal these chemicals that the u.s wants to uh what does nick cage say de-invent yeah something like that like to get something so destructive like i feel like there was Mm -hmm. a better way to do this yeah and that first scene where we see the guy like whenever they're stealing it we see one of the little um spheres of it like break open yeah yeah and the guy gets locked into the fucking room that it's in 
Yeah, that's that shit, brutal. That shit used to scare the fuck out of me, man. <laughs> like he turns into the toxic Avenger real quick in there. It does. Like just starts mm-hmm. eating through his fucking skin. He's got boils all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they steal all these uh, chemicals. That kind of looks like something that uh, the fucking Green Goblin would uh, <laughs> fuck at you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love the first scene with Nick Cage, who is uh, Stanley Godspeed or Goodspeed. Goodspeed. Yeah. Um, I feel like this was one of the first rules I imagine where like Nick Cage went Nick Cage. I think Face Off was the same year, wasn't it? Or maybe it was 95. I forget. They were very close. Yeah, it might have been 90. Yeah, I forget. Anyway. But, man, some of the dialogue in this is just like... (laughs) (laughs) Nick Cage is like... I love Nick Cage. He's like one of my favorite actors, but I, I can never tell if he's a good actor or if he's just... A Terrible. shit actor that is just I don't know. It's so hard to describe. <laughs> yeah, there was there were some parts in this, and I was just like, I was borderline annoyed by the way he was acting. Yeah. Like there's there's one scene where um him and Sean Connery are locked in a prison cell. Yeah. And he's just he's like laying on his back and then he fucking gets up and he's well because <sighs> They hire Sean Connery to help them fucking stop these guys because Sean Connery used to be imprisoned in Alcatraz and he was the only person mm-hmm. to ever escape from it. Yeah. Get that out of the way. So later on in the movie, the two of them are locked in a prison cell, each of their own prison cells. And then C- Cage is just like, there's, there's only one problem with your plan. How the fuck did you get out? And he just like screams <laughs> it. It's just like so terrible, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's another scene. Uh, oh, yeah, whenever they're on, whenever Mason is getting his haircut on the balcony. Yeah. And then, like, all that stuff happens. And, like, I just died <laughs> laughing. He has, Mason has a guy over the edge. Yeah. And then Nick Cage just, like, he just, like, pulls him out. He's like, freeze, mister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. oh man i love that hairdresser too yeah yeah barbara was great yeah um but i love the opening scene we get when we meet to stanley the first time they're like in the little testing thing with the, mm-hmm. the thing there's like a doll and stuff and then like the chemical comes out and he almost dies in the next scene he's just like in his apartment playing guitar like yeah. nothing happened <laughs> He got to go home halfway through the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, you learn how his um wife or fiance is uh pregnant and he like shows no emotion. He's just like, Wow. <laughs> wow. He's like pregnant. You're pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> this was literally 10 seconds after he just finished saying that anybody who brings a baby into the world is crazy. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah. So Hummel and all of the, the military guys he has, um, they get on a tour to Alcatraz and like 
on the tour, there's like maybe like 10 of them, maybe. And then all of a sudden, all these helicopters like coming to nowhere, and it's like a full on like <laughs> invasion. It's like, how do you even coordinate this? Like, yeah, I don't know, it's crazy. But well, he's a military general, yeah, but like they're flying in like in an air zone that like you shouldn't mm-hmm. be like i feel like people would be all over that like the yeah. fbi or like tsa or something <laughs> if that happened we wouldn't have the movie though that's true yeah i mean hummel we do see a nice side of him because mm-hmm. he goes up to the little girls and he's like girls go tell the teacher they need to get on the boat and leave yeah and they leave yeah but then they take the hostages and lock him in the, in the cells. <laughs> you can tell that he like he doesn't want to hurt anybody. Like no. he just he wants his plan to work out flawlessly, and he just wants to get that money. And then he tells all the guys that he's working with, like, mm. you'll never be able to set foot on your home homeland again. Yeah. So you need to be prepared for that. Yeah. Because like Ed Harris is the perfect actor for this role oh yeah because he plays such a good bad guy but then also he can also seem nice at the same time mm-hmm. like his character in uh westworld i don't know how much of that show you watched yeah um but he was like a a bad guy but also kind of good like i know yeah uh and then i don't know about you but i thought that this guy was fucking Patton oswald the security guard that's like doing the tour. Oh yeah, <laughs> he did really look like him. <laughs> I just like heard his voice, and I was like, "Oh, Pat Oswald saying this," and then like he gets up to him, and I was like, "Oh, it's Pat Oswald." And you get like closer, and it's like, "Like that's not Pat Oswald." <laughs> no, <laughs> he did look like him for sure. Yeah, I love like the girl like in the the cell with him, and she's like, "Oh, I would have brought my." She's like, "You got a gun?" And he's like, "No, I got a taser or something." And she's like. I would have brought my fucking gun if I would have known that this would have happened. <laughs> One thing I don't get about this movie, and I'm just thinking about it now, is like there's like a lot of shit going on throughout this movie, like a lot of gunfight, people dying, but we never see the hostages again. And they're locked in cells, and then um Mason and uh Stanley, yeah, they get locked in cells. But like we still don't see the hostages anywhere. I think like they're we see... different. I think they're in a different area. Different cell block, I'm sure. But yeah, still like mm-hmm. there was like no focus on the hostages whatsoever. No, no, we see one guy later on, but yeah, he almost gets his head blown off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Hummel's gonna pay each of them one million dollars each, and they can't come back to the U.S. Like you said before uh and um i love it when they say the name of the movie in movies yeah like every time me and bettina are watching a movie together like it pops up was like it's name of the movie <laughs> it's like that scene in family guy yeah uh i love the scene with uh them like in like the control room like um mason and all of them uh like figuring out stuff like mm-hmm. looking at the blueprints and Mason's like, uh, yeah, I think this is how we get in and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. And then like, um, there's a Baxter. Is he the, 
like guy with the mustache, uh, Forsyth. No, Baxter was uh, David Morse. So he was uh, Hummel's second-hand oh, man. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was his name? Oh, that's weird. So he's Paxton. Mm. And David Morse is Baxter. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah. so yeah, Paxton um is like, okay, well, you need to no, he's the other Womack is like, well, you need to tell us because like, you know, and then uh Paxton says, like, oh, you can come with us. Mm-hmm. And then like Sean Connery's just like, You're a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> and then like they end up bringing uh Mason. Mm-hmm. Um but Womack and Mason hate each other. Because Womack was the one who uh, caught him after he escaped Alcatraz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I guess get the head a bit there, but anyway. Whatever. Uh, I gotta say, I fucking love Sean Connery mm-hmm. with the long hair. Right? He looks huge. Yeah, he looks so good, man. Like, I, I know he's like a tall guy, like especially I just watched the, the Untouchables or whatever, yeah. but like you don't think of him as like a big guy. Cause it's just it's Sean Connery. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, but him with his low long hair, and the beard, like I thought he looked fucking sick. Yeah. He looked like a retired wrestler. He did. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So he escapes Alcatraz. Um, he's like having a shower and then like, he does his little thing with the strain and like is planning his escape of, to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And uh we talked about like the um the haircut. I love Sean Connery. Uh someone asked him, like, why'd you have the long hair? And he's like, Oh, it's a grunge thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then like he puts the guy over, and then I mentioned like Dick Cage just going Nick Cage, and yeah. Then like the hairdresser is just like, Well, did you like the haircut? Like that's yeah. all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do got to say though, that the majority of the action takes place even before we get to Alcatraz or before the two guys get to Alcatraz. Yeah. Like the whole like car chase of like them trying to find Mason, like there's so much destruction and stuff happening in the streets of San Francisco. Yeah. This is another scene where I was kind of just shaking my head at because Mason steals a fucking hummer yeah and nick cage is in a fucking what was it a lamborghini yeah or corvette or something yeah and he's just fucking ripping through these streets of san francisco yeah and like i've never been there but i know it's a busy city and i don't think that this would ever be possible and they end up crashing into a fucking like a a street trolley and the train blows up the driver is like I'll fucking get you. (laughs) (laughs) The thing blows up and then cage crashes the Lambo and some stoner on a bicycle like rides over to him. He's like looking down at him. He's like, Oh dude, you totally just crashed your Lambo. (laughs) And then Nick Cage, it's okay. It wasn't mine, (laughs) but this is mine and steals the kids like motorcycle or something. Uh, so yeah, Sean Connery, I guess, just randomly runs into his daughter 
I thought this was like far fetched. I think he followed her. He because he he made a call while he was in the Hummer to find out what her address was, and I think he followed her. Yeah, but what are the chances that she lives in San Francisco? I don't know. Maybe he uh, was I, from I, San Fran. I don't know. Clearly not. He's fucking Scottish. Well, and he served in like the British Army or some shit, didn't he? Like that, something like yeah, that. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. he was in the um, the MI6. Is that what it was called? Sure. Yeah. Is that because James he... Bond? Well, he was James Bond. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a nod to them. MI6. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Because he was a former MI6. Uh, anyway, so when he was in MI6, basically why he was in Alcatraz is because um, uh, Womack, or no, was it Womack that hired him? No, he caught him because the MI6 was trying to steal a microfilm that had all of these U.S. secrets on it. And that's why uh, he went to prison. Yeah. Um. But he meets up with Jade a bit and uh, talks to her. He's like, oh, I want to get to know you. And then, like, all the cops show up. And I love, like, this little thing between Nick Cage. Uh, Jade is like, oh, are they here for you? And then Nick Cage, like, walks up, um, Stanley, and he's like, yeah, your dad is actually helping us with the case. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they're, like, walking away, and, like, Mason is like, you could there's a different way you could have went about that and like kind of like you know thank you because mm-hmm. it kind of saved his relationship with his daughter a little bit yeah it, yeah it was that moment where he kind of had a little little more respect for good speed uh because cage i think they find out that he's having a daughter mm-hmm. uh so yeah they the blueprint part i already talked about um the underwater jet skis i thought were just hilarious like so bad <laughs> those are legit things though are they yeah they're not jet skis they have like like uh propeller things on the side well, they're I, legit I, yeah i know they're not jet skis but like i know yeah but those are real oh really yeah and i want one okay this is foreshadowing for later on yeah um i think i know which stunt that you would do in this movie do you yeah all right it's whatever mason just fucking rolls through all the goddamn flamethrowers fuck that man are you insane i'm kidding kidding. (laughs) (laughs) i thought that scene was hilarious that's some fucking nathan drake type shit right there they get in the room and it's like this big ass steel door and like, how are we going to get through? And Mason's just sitting there. He's like, oh, through there. And, like, you look down. There's this, like, fucking, <laughs> like, saws and flamethrowers. And he just, like, starts rolling through. It's like, what the fuck? Like, he's, like, he's sitting there and he's, like, looking at it. And he's, like, studying it. Yeah. And, like, he's, they're, like, how are you going to get through there? He's, like, I've timed it all. I just hope it hasn't changed over the years. <laughs> yeah, I remember the timing from 30 years ago. Yeah. Okay. you know the more we're talking about this i may have to change my score a little bit i mean like (laughs) i think with a lot of these movies that we'll cover like i think we have to be be a bit forgiving yeah yeah yeah. um 
because yeah, some of the stuff just is like ridiculous. Especially in Michael Bay movies, I feel like mm-hmm. his fantasy just goes way over the top. Yeah. With explosions and his I don't know if I love it or hate it, but like when there's like a scene, like it's not an action scene, it's like nothing's happening with an action scene, and then he like zooms in mm-hmm. on a person and they're not really doing anything. And yeah, like, I don't know. It's funny. I don't know. Action movies usually aren't known for their story, so no. no. Like you said, I think for some of them, we're definitely going to have to be a little more lenient on. Yeah, exactly. Like it's kind of like same with horror, right? Like, well, yeah, a bit campy, right? Like, yeah, you know, older horror, anyways, until like yeah, past like five years or so. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So now they're like kind of like in this like underwater sewer thing mm-hmm. and they are coming up to um the shower area and who's the guy the guy's name from uh scrubs um uh John McGilney yeah what's his character in this uh Hendrix Hendrix so he has all of these little um motion sensor ball mm-hmm. things i didn't really quite understand it but uh they detect them coming up from the shower so they all there's like uh like kind of a floor above the showers overlooking around it um and so all of the guys with mason and stanley they go up first and they just get ambushed they just get yeah. fucked up but again and, it shows it okay. shows that homo doesn't want to hurt anybody Right. Because he's telling them, like, you guys need to stand down. He's like, yeah. no. And mm-hmm. the other guys, like with the FBI, they're refusing to. Mm-hmm. And then Hummel's guys open fire. Yeah. And he's yelling at them the whole time. Like, yeah. Cease fire. Like, he's not shooting anybody. He's down. He's ducking and hiding and like yelling yeah. at them. Yeah. Yeah. But then they just obviously they have the high ground. So they fucking demolish them. Yeah. Yeah. They got no chance. No. And like Stanley is about to go up because he wants to help them, obviously. Mm-hmm. And Mason is like, no, no. And then like Stanley starts crying and stuff because like I don't know. As I realized this like near the end of the movie, like Nick Cage is a fucking chemist, and he's like in there <laughs> trying to like, especially the mine scene. Like he has a gun. And it's like, dude, this guy's a chemist. He went to like. I forget all the universities that he like went to, he says, but it's like this guy is a fucking nerd. Like, yeah. <laughs> the only school I remember is John Johns Hopkins or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's that uh, scene in Step Brothers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but the scene uh, at the beginning, whenever they hire Stanley, he's like at the helicopter and he's like, um, it's like some of is this is this a drill uh training exercise training exercise and he's like nope it's not a training exercise and he's talking about like the this like um chemical that they find and he's like the Womack asking about it he's like it's one of the most dangerous things that the US has invented by accident. Yeah. And then it's like the only thing in the world that Everyone wishes they could de-event it so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, but, the, the U.S. military has created like 100 rockets filled with it. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they get ambushed in the shower. So Stanley and Mason have to find another way. Um, they end up in like this mine shaft with like carts, like out of like Indiana Jones. And I was like, okay, how fucking big is this place? Like, I was like, okay, mine carts. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, I don't really understand what what those would be used for. Like, I'm trying to remember because I remember when me and Bettina first started dating. And it was like during COVID, and we would uh, like watch a movie together, like on uh, Zoom or whatever. And one of the first movies we watched was Escape from Alcatraz with yeah. uh, Clint Eastwood. And I mean, I can't say I remember any fucking minecarts in that movie. <laughs> and they're like they're suspended in the air too. Like, yeah, like it's not a a track like would would normally be a minecart. It's like a uh like an overhead rail. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think of this little scene in the mine shaft? It was cool, but at the same time, it was a little far fetched, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, just because, like, Stanley and one of the Marine guys are just like shooting back and forth at each other, and they're they're each in their individual mine carts, and it's like yeah. someone's obviously gonna get hit they're like 10 feet from each other yeah and i hate the way that nicholas cage was shooting a gun in this movie oh yeah because he's not aiming at anything he's just no. like sh- like putting it up in the air yeah. and just like shooting it yeah the marines have machine guns and like yeah he just has a little fucking pistol mm-hmm. um i did like connery stuff in this scene, yeah when though. the guy like i think it's uh paxton that like walks out Mm-hmm. and he just like i don't know where he gets this like lighter fluid from but i mean anyway yeah he starts spraying it like on his feet and the guy doesn't notice i guess mm-hmm. and it just <laughs> lights him on fire <laughs> and then like the two marine guys they they go underneath because they're walking in the water then all of a sudden they're like back up there and i was like i don't understand how yeah, yeah. but uh Mason ends up like falling like in the water, I think. And then uh he like ends up back up there, kills one of the guys, um, and then he's in a struggle with the guy, and then uh Nick Cage shoots the guy mm-hmm. like a bunch. He's like, You motherfucker. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, so now Humble is kind of getting like you know, pissed off a bit because they're not really getting anywhere with the U.S. Uh, government. Um, so they bring was the guy that they brought up a hostage. Yeah, or was he? Yeah, he was a hostage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they're threatening to kill this guy, um, and then Mason and Stanley end up upstairs, but they end up getting captured uh by the marines um and like you said at the beginning of the movie being in the discussion they are put in some cells and uh you know obviously mason escapes that's what he does <laughs> and um i feel like he escaped way too easily too yeah like for alcatraz i feel like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. uh so how does stanley get out does mason let him out yeah, because Mason yes. takes the fabric from the mattress 
And I think he takes the foam from inside the mattress too. And he weaves this like rope Mm -hmm. and maybe like 15 feet down the cell block. There's all the levers that open up the doors, open up the cell doors. And so he flings it over, pulls his open. And then this is when Nick Cage is having his freak out. And then he just like Mm -hmm. walks down the stairs opens yeah. up his gate and then they leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so now Mason is kind of done. He he kind of picks up on Hummel's bluff that he was bluffing the whole time because mm-hmm. Hummel ends up shooting a rocket and it's going towards the Raiders football game <laughs> uh and then he redirects it into the ocean so he at that point everyone kind of know or not everyone mason knows that he's bluffing mm-hmm. so mason is like i'm getting the fuck out of here <laughs> he's yeah. like fuck this and you know stanley's trying to stop him and he just uh he can't and then i love like nick cage's like i got three weeks of weapons training i'll just go in there myself <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought it was funny. Because at this point, like, they had killed a few of the guys, but there was still a solid, like, I don't know, maybe 10 left. Yeah, there was a lot. All, like, the main guys, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah. 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 Uh, so Stanley goes to try and do the mission by himself, gets captured almost by a guy, and then out of nowhere, Mason just snaps a guy's neck, and, you know, he's like, what does he say, uh, I escaped from this place 30 years ago when I was your age, when I swam out of here. So mm-hmm. like, I'm not making it now or something like that. <laughs> like I'm dead either way or something. Yeah. Well, and he said too, I decided I wasn't going to let your daughter grow up without a dad. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he started with that and then he turned it into the whole swimming part. Uh, so Womack and everyone else, they pretty much came to the decision that's, they're just going to bomb Alcatraz with all the hostages and everyone on Alcatraz still. Um, well, because they said at the beginning that the only known way to neutralize this gas is with napalm. Mm-hmm. So that was their like plan B if things didn't work mm-hmm. out. And I mean, I get it. It's either you let 81 hostages die or you let San Francisco die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the president made the call to Napalm Alcatraz. Yeah. Unless they saw green smoke. Yeah. Or green flames, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So they're firing Alcatraz and then Hummel pretty much makes up his mind like, you know, the mission's canceled. Mm-hmm. Um my plan wasn't to kill any Americans. And, you know, it's over. We're not getting the money. And then at that point, a few of the Marines are like, nah, fuck this. Like, we're still going to kill Americans. Like, it's mm-hmm. still going to happen. And then some fights break out. Um, and then Hummel ends up getting shot uh, and dying. Mm-hmm. Which is like, got a feel for the guy, but, you know. Brought it on himself? Yeah, a little bit. A little yeah. bit. I like that uh, Baxter like stuck up for him. Yeah. Because yeah. like Baxter pulled his gun out and he pointed it at Hummel at first. And mm-hmm. it had been so long since I watched it. I was like, oh shit, does he turn on him? Yeah. 
And then he's like, because he has this big speech about how like it was a pleasure serving with him and having him as his general. And he's holding a gun to his head and then just out of nowhere, he changes it and fucking starts shooting everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love whenever, um, I forget his name, but uh, there's a fucking, what's the guy's name? Woodbine. Yeah, Bokeem Woodbine. Yeah, Bokeem is like, has the pistol. He's like, I'll take that. And then like, and Eric's just like, oh, this pistol is like this classic, like <laughs> office kind of like yeah. humor. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, I love the scene with uh, Stanley and Tony Todd's character in like when he's getting the final um, like piece from like the lighthouse or whatever. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocket oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he like Elton John. Tony does like, I oh, don't listen to that uh, pussy that shit or something. Pussy like. shit. And he's like, oh, like Rocket Man, you know, it was a good song. And then he's like, oh, the reason I bring that up is because you're Rocket Man and just like shoots a rocket at Tony Todd. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Oh, man. <laughs> that was a good, good death. I liked it. It was, yeah. And then he like yeah. falls on the fucking fence post. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, so Stanley is like on the lighthouse trying to hide the last uh bomb basically and mm. i forget what the guy's name is but he's like the main guy main bad guy now basically mm-hmm. he's chasing after him and uh there's a guy like on a sniper um across the way that's gonna shoot uh stanley and then mason like fighting with him just like toss him over and just smashes and all these fucking <laughs> this shit uh good I don't know where that sniper came from. I had no idea he was even there. Yeah, me either. Um, so now Stanley is like in this other part of the, the jail fighting with this uh, other Marine mm-hmm. and they're fighting back and forth. And then Stanley just like pulls it. One of the spheres just fucking shoves it in his mouth and he's like, eat this motherfucker. And then like <laughs> explodes. And oh, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. And then I guess Stanley got some of the chemical in his blood or something because he stabbed himself with, like, was it? it? Um, I don't remember what it was, but like at the beginning with the the doll, they were trying to get them to stab themselves in the heart with that in order to protect them. Right. I don't know if it's like an antigen or what, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's fucking stabbed himself in the heart, but. I think Michael Bay needs an anatomy lesson because he stabbed it more like, I don't know, like below his sternum. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. it's a little low. I don't think it hurts mm-hmm. down there. No. Um, so they're about to bomb Alcatraz. You know, everyone's like, his wife is there. I don't know why, but she's like, no, don't do it. And he grabs the flares and like, I don't know, just like classic Michael Bay, just like mm-hmm. super slow-mo, just like the flares are going and, you know, it's like cutting back and forth between the jets and they're like, okay, we got the bombs are ready. And, and then like they see the green flare, like the last second. And then like they let the bombs go already because it was too late, but the bombs luckily hit on like the back of the island, not like on the cells where the hostages were. Yeah. Um. And then I think before this, you think that Mason just leaves, but then he comes back again 
and saves uh, Stanley from the water. Yeah. Yeah, because Stanley got blown into the water from the explosions. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Stanley tells Womack and everyone, or he tells Mason first that he's going to tell them that he died in the uh, the explosion. Yeah, because um, Womack ripped up the uh, the yeah. agreement that they had with him. Yeah. So like they wanted him to do this and they promised him like freedom and all this shit, but then mm. Womack ripped it up. Yeah. And had no intention of giving him freedom. Like he was just going to arrest him all over again. Yeah. So then kind of in return, Mason is like, okay, you did this good thing for me. Like this is where the microfilm is. And uh, so they part ways. Uh, Stanley tells Womack and them that uh, Mason died in the explosion. And then end of the movie um stanley and his wife are in like this cute little car you know little whatever and they just go married to, yeah married they go to like a church and then they find the microfilm and uh is it yeah then the movie is kind of like a uh dialogue of sean connery he's like <laughs> now you know who killed G- jfk or whatever well, Stan- Stanley's looking at it once they get back in the car, and he says, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah. He says, "Hey, do you want to know who really shot JFK?" Yeah. But I love this end scene at the church too because, like, you see the car, and all you can uh-huh. hear is like, "Sinners, sinners!" Yeah. <laughs> it's getting chased out of the little chapel by this yeah. priest. Yeah. Because he had to take apart one of the pews in order to get it. Hmm. Um. I kind of have like a little problem with the ending. I felt like it was very too much similar to Shawshank. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, fair. But yeah. But still a good ending, I think. Yeah. When did Shawshank come out? It was 1990. I think. 94. Oh, 94. Yeah. So two years before this. Yeah, it does have that vibe, I guess. A little less like freedom from prison, but. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's it. Yeah. Anything else that uh, you want to bring up or. Mm, I don't think so. I originally okay. had in my thought, like in my mind that I was going to ask you whose side you were on and all this, but I think I. You've already kind of expressed your feelings on that. So, yeah. Cool. Well, um, what was it? I forget. That's the way the nunchucks oh. chuck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. All right. Well, how did you rate this movie? Um, so for, Story, I give it a, I'll give it a four out of ten. Okay. Um, just like, I don't know. The the story makes no sense. Uh, I feel like they're kind of doing things like we've already talked about it, but like I feel like they're doing things for the wrong reasons. Like it's just kind of hypocritical, Mm. in my opinion. Um. I do like the characters a lot. Uh, there's a lot of characters, but like our main characters that we get, like I love Stanley. I love Mason. Um, I love their 
kind of camaraderie be- between each other with their daughters and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, Ed Harris's character is awesome. Um, the dialogue and the writing is <laughs> not great, but like I still love it. Like I don't know, it's it's one of those movies that's like it's just a classic. You know, it's it's not great but it is great i don't know mm-hmm. it's it's a weird movie um so yeah i'll go four out of ten okay and for quality i will go uh seven out of ten okay um i think the acting was pretty good you know nick cage like we said he's like a good actor but bad actor i don't know he's a weird guy uh, i thought sean connery was good um ed harris was fantastic but all the side characters like the military people were great mm-hmm. i thought um the girl who played jade uh did a fantastic job as well um all of these stunts and the explosions everything just like it's medical based so it's obviously great can't go wrong i really like the uh the setting of alcatraz like the mm-hmm. set pieces i thought were really cool um because it seemed like they actually did film it on alcatraz i didn't look it up but uh yeah so and also the the music as well like holy mm-hmm. shit the music in this movie is amazing yeah uh yeah. so yeah four out of ten and seven out of ten all right not terrible uh they did film it in alcatraz yeah yeah filming locations alcatraz island hmm that's cool oof the budget for this was $75 million. In 96? Yeah. Wow. Worldwide gross was $335 million, though, so it did make money. All right. Um, My story, I originally gave it an eight, but after our conversation, I, I do believe that was a little too generous. Um, So I'm going to drop it down to a six. Okay. Uh, a lot of the stuff was super far-fetched, and we've already kind of had our little banter about Ed Harris's decision in this. I, I don't necessarily agree with what he did, but I understand his thought process on it. And I like that they wrote a character that is a villain, but also a villain who has a heart. Mm -hmm. Like, like we've already said a million times already, he had like no intention of really actually hurting anybody. Um, so yeah. And like the script I thought was good. I think the only, I don't want to say bad part, but like the only out there part was like Mm. Nick Cage's delivery of stuff. Yeah. So like, I don't think it's the script's fault. I think it was just the way that that (laughs) Nicholas Cage delivered it. Yeah. Um, But with that being said, my quality, I gave it an eight. Um, I thought the action sequences were really good. You mentioned the the music. Um, It was just typical, like, 90s action movie music like yeah i don't know it just had that it almost had like a terminator sort of sound to it mm-hmm. um location was obviously great and yeah i mean you have an all-star cast in this movie so the acting was phenomenal as well yeah so yeah six out of ten for story eight out of ten for quality not bad not bad mm-hmm all right, you guys know our scores. We'll head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they scored it. The critics' consensus for visceral thrills, it can't be beat. 
Just don't expect the rock to engage your brain, which is fair. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of your thoughts on it. All right. So based on that, what do you think the critics scored it? I'll go with a 72. Oh, 67. Yeah. That's kind of funny because so it's 67% on 72 reviews. Hmm. And an average score of 6.6 out of 10. The audience gave it an 85% on 250,000 ratings and an average score of 4.1 out of 5 or an 8.2 out of 10. Wow. People love this movie. So you think. (laughs) (laughs) Letterboxd is different than that. Uh, Letterboxd is a 3.5 out of 5. Ooh, that's a big difference. Yep. Um so when I originally watched this movie last year, I had rated it a 4 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. My new rating is a 3 out of 5. Okay. Uh you rated it a 4 out of 5. Uh Anthony from Porcelain Peak 3.5 XHR Pod uh Ben 3 out of 5. Uh, Nathan, I hope you suffer a four out of five. And that's pretty much it for our friends. Okay. So threes and fours. Yeah. Not terrible. No. All right. Well, speaking of Ben, um, after our last episode, we kind of scrapped the whole idea of calling this stunt section stunt with our daddy. Um, (laughs) Don't even say it, man. It's because it's so ridiculous. Um, so Ben suggested that we call it hunting stunts. So I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but yeah, I like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna record a little audio track to go with it and we'll see how it turns out. All right. I need to remember not to say stunning cunts. Hunting <laughs> <laughs> uh, stunts. All right. So how did you rate the stunts in this movie? Um, I give it a four. Cause I also kind of I don't know if it's cheating, but I also put like just like the explosions and stuff as stunts too, because like there's people there. There's a guy on fire. Like yeah. come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, a four out of ten. Okay. Um there's not really any fighting really per se you know a few some gun work obviously uh i thought tony todd flying out of the the window there was sick you know a lot of broken windows and stuff so yeah four to ten okay um and then my next two are kind of the same answer so i'll do it at the same time so for my fave stunt and also a stunt that i think that i would do i think that's what we decided on right yeah so it's the mine shaft whenever Nick Cage and okay. Sean Connery are like riding in the little mine cart and it goes and hits like the end and they fly off. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It reminded me of Indiana Jones a lot. Yeah. Um, and also I think it'd be fun as fuck to be in that thing riding around <laughs> in there. Oh man. So, Have you ever seen those? Uh, I can't remember what they're called. They're like hill coasters or something like that. 
Yeah, I've been on them. You've been on one of them? Yeah, yeah. In Austria. Oh, yeah. I forgot how, like, well-traveled you are. Oh, yeah, right. Do they go fast? Like, You can make them go fast. You control the speed on them. Ah, like, that'd be fun, but scary. Yeah, there was one video I saw the other day. It popped up. It was a girl going down it, and a fucking, like, it was like a groundhog or something was on it, and the groundhog was like trying to run away from her, but it couldn't because it's oh no, yeah. She like slowed right down. She's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> but those things can be dangerous, though. Can they like they won't fall off the track, will they? No, but there's I remember there's some girl that broke her back. Oh, because there was a guy going down. Sense. Oh, I did remember. Yeah, and he didn't hit the brake and just at the very end like she was stopped and he just went smashing into her and like yeah. she like broke her back apparently or something but that's her own fault don't stop in the middle of it <laughs> uh all right so what were you man um i also rated the stunts for four okay. to ten um not like a, a big super stunty movie but mm-hmm. there was some um a little bit of hand-to-hand combat i I think like the gunfights, like those are stunts for sure. And we have like a massive gunfight in that, uh, in that shower room Mm -hmm. um, and whatnot. But uh, yeah, my favorite stunt is the whole rocket man one. Nice. Yeah. I just thought it was, I just thought it was so funny and like, it's not one that you see very often and I don't know. (laughs) It's a good way to uh, see our boy, Tony Todd. Yeah. And just like the, the line delivery from like yeah. Nick Cage, he was doing that like slick, funny man guy, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, And the stunt I would want to try, and I, I don't know if it's a stunt, but I'm going to consider it one. It's not like an action stunt, but the whole fucking underwater thing with the, the submersible jet skis that you called them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you'd call that a stunt or not, but I just feel like it'd be cool to fucking attach on to one of those things and yeah, like snorkel or scuba dive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I get that. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. All right. All of that wraps up the rock. Yep. Now I wanted to talk to you. Do Uh-oh. we really want to do the third place movie for our next episode? No, you just did a Nick Cage movie. Yeah. I feel like Face Off is very similar to this movie in a way, but not really. I don't know. It's because it's Nick Cage, really. <laughs> like, Yeah. His character is somewhat similar. Yeah. All right. So what are your thoughts? I don't know. Do you want to just do a different movie? Maybe. I think so. I don't know okay. if I want to do two back-to-back Nick Cage movies. Well, you don't have to. We can do it. Another time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm totally fine doing face off another time. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, the only problem is I forgot to think of a movie to fucking replace it with. Okay. Do you have any in mind? I got a ton in mind. All right. How about you pick? Okay. Um it wasn't one that was in the poll. Okay. It's a newer movie. It has an actor very similar to Nick Cage. And that's his uh Hinsman, the Secret Service. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a that's good. Yeah. Why didn't we think to put that in the poll? I know. 
because it's a very good movie. There's one scene in that movie that is honestly uh, one of the best action scenes, mm-hmm. like in the last ten years. Yeah, so good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm down with that. Cool. So our next episode in two weeks will be the Kingsman. Yeah. Sorry, Dennis. I know it kind of ruined his uh, that story that he made, but yeah. Oh well. Oh well. We'll do. We'll do face off at some point. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. And if you want to catch us on social media, you can find us on Instagram only at a podcast on Fury Road. Uh, We don't have a lot of followers on there yet. So if you're listening to this and you haven't followed us, please go do that. Spread the word. We want to we want to have this podcast show some success. Yeah. Um, still currently only on Spotify. Uh, I emailed our distributor today. They got back to me, so mm, it's already like 1040. So I'm probably not going to fuck around <laughs> with it tonight, but I will fuck around with it this weekend and see what I can do to get us on the other platforms. Because, cool. um, yeah, I don't want us only on Spotify. We are not no. Joe Rogan. That's true. Yeah, we're not, <laughs> we're not being paid by Spotify. That's right. Although... If you're listening, Spotify, make us famous. All right. Cool. All right. Well, catch you guys in a couple weeks. See you later.